Hear thee, hear thee, and welcome in to another episode of the Cheap Beer Podcast. We were on hiatus last week. I don't know why. Um, nothing happened. Mercifully. We're back, ready to go, um, and we've got some great guests on the line here tonight, gathered in session in Castle Lord Commissionerville. That's terrible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a working title. <laughs> As you can tell by that loud laughter, oh. we've got the one oh. and only Jeffrey Sweatrag Sil- <laughs> Sylvia. Wow, combined you guys' names. This is, this is not going well. Do we need to do this another night? This <laughs> <laughs> is not prepared. No, uh, Jeffrey Sweatrag Kimball is yeah. on the line. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for coming. <laughs> We also have a new first-time guest on the line uh, who does not have a nickname. We'll get one. Jose, mm. would you like a nickname, or do you want to just let it come and see what happens tonight? As long as it's close to sweat rag, anything that touches that <laughs> realm, I would be very much happy with. What about Jose Wet Swag? Ooh. <laughs> Uh, we, let's come back to it at the end of the time uh, and see how it feels. Jose's like, I don't hate it, but it's horrible. But it could, it, I feel like it could use some work, but I, I'm going to call you wet swag from now on. <laughs> also on the line, uh, in the backseat of the car, as he likes to say, uh, is Dustin uh, Littlefinger Sylvia. Yes. Welcome back, Dustin. Hello. Thanks for joining us. So full cast uh, here tonight. We're definitely going long, so buckle in, folks, because I'm not going to apologize for going long again. God damn it. Fuck. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I'm just going to give one-word answers to everything. (laughs) Good thing I never ask questions. I just talk. You're like the worst host. You just have people desperately try to butt in. (laughs) Please, just let me say a word. On to the next thing. Tonight, we're going to start uh, with the state of the pod. So I've reformatted uh, how we're going to move through these pods once again. It's, it's just a continuous learning experience, as evidenced by that butchered uh, lead-in I did. You know, you just got to <laughs> learn and get better. That's all you can do these days. State of the pod is thus. We're at 139 downloads with nine episodes. So give or take 14 uh, listens per. So there are two people out there, uh, not part of the league. Who are listening. Or, or you have those that are double tapping, you know, Tim. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jose, we don't need to drag the podcast down in the first five minutes. We're at 13 states plus DC. We know DC is not really a state. Sorry, Dustin. Yet? Yet. Yes, it's a district. <laughs> Try to it's tell that district. to the people that live here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe the new president will get that enacted. You mean Pence? Oh, by the way... Side note, my dad made me a bet uh, that he thinks Joe Biden is going to stack the court. I just want to throw that out there. That's, I don't think it's going to happen. Are you putting money on that? No, beer. A beer? Four pack. Four pack. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> I think it's done. I mean, first things first. Welcome to Politics is a Ladder, our <laughs> politics podcast. You thought you were listening to fantasy football. Guess what, bitches? Uh, cue, cue intro music. <laughs> the classic bait and switch. The bait and switch. Love it. Yeah, because I mean, in like three weeks anyways, we're not going to have football to talk about. But It's true. We're just going <laughs> to sit here on the podcast, just dead air. 
Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we have 37 more states to go. So all of you out there, get in your cars right now and drive to a state that we don't have yet. Um, so the Northeast, it's going to be a little harder. Uh, Jose, you were in North Carolina for a while, right? You could have... Yeah, no, I'll be there during during the seasons. Say, I mean, we just have to get through Thanksgiving. And, you know, I got you North Carolina. If I drive down, oh, I'll stream along the way, man. I got you the entire way. Yes. <laughs> on repeat on the eastern seaboard. Triple tap, baby. This is how COVID spread. Yeah, just go in and make out at every like rest stop. Be like, hey, have you heard of the cheap beer? <laughs> yeah, do we need to get a QR code? People can just download it. Yeah, bumper stickers, actually. Say the Podbean URL to them out loud every time. <laughs> Oh, you could just like print out the QR code on a bunch of stickers and just throw them out windows as you're driving through different states like and that. just see like, oh, there's something on the street. Let's see what it is. Ooh. <laughs> Listener. Easy. That's definitely how old people get viruses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see how this is. Um, but anyways, so we've got 13 states in D.C. have listened, 139 downloads. Let's keep those numbers up. State of the pod is good, even after a hiatus last week. More into sadder, sadder news, COVID contingency planning. I think I did my best ahead of the season to prepare our league for what could happen with this virus. Uh, however, I do want to adopt um, the suggestion that uh, a previous member, Kevin, uh, put forward on those last second game cancellations uh, and what to do there. Um, because... Uh, I do think it's unfair uh, for people to just lose points if, for instance, a Sunday at 4 o'clock game gets canceled and you could have had someone at 1 o'clock play. Um, so moving forward, my plan is whoever was your highest projected bench player that can fill into that spot. Um, so I'll be using the ESPN app, not the Sleeper app, because Sleeper doesn't keep their projections static. And whoever's your highest projected bench player will move into that slot if that god forbid happens but i think it's important to put that out there anyone want to argue have a different idea it has to be the same position correct yes okay then i i I like that a lot because it's like if you knew that the person was going to be out because of covid you would have made that swap anyway assuming you're not a shit manager which most of us are so you know it's fair I think you should be able to tell you ahead of time if you don't want it to be the highest projected when you have someone else you'd rather you would have put in. You can like say that ahead of time, but you can't after the fact. Yeah, but you can only do that. You have to tell me that before one o'clock. Yeah, default should. to highest projected right. unless stated otherwise. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Like I would have wanted Robert Tanyan in my lineup. <laughs> even though he was only projected for 10 points and then he ended up i don't know if you guys saw he ended up with 33 points that was i didn't cool. i didn't see that who's this <laughs> that would be uh that would be robert i tanyan tanyan uh <laughs> robert tanyan harding tanyan the big dairy <laughs> oh. oh man big dairy wow a lot of nicknames and yet his he is still without a nickname and sleeper so not sure what to call him <laughs> you could call him by his name <laughs> which is which is what it <laughs> um so yeah that's going to be the process moving forward so like dustin mentioned if for whatever reason you begin to get worried that a game will get canceled 
uh, ahead of the one o'clock kickoffs. You can text me or in the sleeper app say, I would rather, this is my secondary player if so-and-so can't go. Um, and we will abide by that moving forward. Any other COVID things we should be thinking about? I feel like we're in pretty good shape, unlike the world. I think that in the IR spot is probably a pretty good contingency plan, much better than Roger Goodell's contingency plan of just force them to play anyway. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, it's just it's not they're they're wearing helmets, right? Like COVID can't spread through them. But don't worry, they're traveling in two different planes. Oh my god. So that's fine. <laughs> Speedo, whatever happened to that face mask that Oakley was developing that was supposed to prevent the spread of, you know, aerosol or whatever uh projections that come out of your mouth. I don't think that's ever got into production or got used, but I feel like that could be relevant at this point. That could be, you know, really helpful. Super helpful. Yeah, I think that's what Andy Reid is rocking on the sidelines. <laughs> He's got the little <laughs> air vent holes. Yeah. I saw a guy on the chief staff, I think, who is wearing that, but also a mask. And I just want to say to that guy, good for you. Yeah. You're taking this seriously. <laughs> it's like the Belichick double mask. It's got the mask over the N95. Dude comes prepared. <laughs> he can only breathe in like a, maybe a half a breath at a time, but he's, he's, he's the most protected gentleman out there. <laughs> oh, well. All right. So co that's the COVID contingency planning. Um, God knows if we'll make it through October, but here's hoping we do. Beyond COVID, though, uh, I think this is, Dustin, where we would cue... The, the Survivor theme music. That one? Yeah, that one. Exactly. <laughs> um, if, you, if you can find some Jeff Probst audio, just to sprinkle Ooh. in. Love that. Um, Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be my, my welcome. Come on in, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's just, that's copying. That's not yeah, that's copying the, the other fantasy league that we're in <laughs> when it's true. not football season. Oh, my God. But anyways, the reason we were playing that music is because, my God, uh, you know how we were going to have, like, a in memoriam for all the different players that get hurt each week? I don't even think, I think that would be the whole podcast. Like, who's left? David Johnson somehow. <laughs> what about like what they, what they do at the Grammys or the like any type of um, like award show when they kind of like pan out a picture? I know this is a podcast, but they pan out and they have the, the name is like the dates, date ranges of what they live by. So week one to week four, you know, Robert Tanya. <laughs> week one to week one. <laughs> we we could all say their names, like do that music and just have like just we each take turns saying their names in a very emotional way but we'd have to say it like we were reading uh, side effects for a drug just so we could get through the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's wild the the top two running backs and the top two wide receivers out it's really just going to be whoever can play off of injury luck and not get their COVID games like poor poor uh kevin is derrick henry ever going to play again probably not <laughs> <laughs> not with that link you sent to, uh jeff yeah, does he get negative points if they forfeit? I saw in, um, I think it's ESPN, they give you, if a team forfeits, they give you like two points. They give your defense two points, I think. 
or something to the defense. <laughs> so they just give you a pity safety? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but yeah, Titans got uh, recorded practicing illegally. Not good. Not, Not good. good. Sell, sell your Titans. Kevin, trade offers for Derrick Henry. I'm interested. Yeah, is he moving into the trade block? <laughs> he should be. And uh, Corey Davis is on the uh, COVID slot now. Oh, is he really? Yeah, What's he that? just got put on the COVID reserve list or whatever they're calling it. Hey, Jeff, do you remember when you said you didn't want a COVID spot? You remember that, right? Yeah, no, I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Tough rosters don't last. Tough people do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, I, I got outvoted and I'm just going to capitalize on it. But, uh, but, you know, I still stand by my vote. I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> I feel like people were saying it in week two, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit always gets crazy at the beginning, but I, every week it's someone else. Like, now Eckler's out, Chubb, Saquon, McCaffrey. That's four of, what, the top 12 running backs? That's a third of them? Easily, yeah. But it's making space for people like Antonio Gibson to shine. <laughs> Too bad I traded him and he put up 23 <laughs> on Joel's bench. Fuck my life. <laughs> oh, please. Hunt's going to get you 30 a week from now on. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Moving into uh, our next segment, a nice walk around the trade block. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna instead of seeing who uh, moved in uh, on the block this week, mm. we're gonna take a look back and, and talk about who moved out uh, of the block because there were some massive movements uh, last week that we just didn't have find the time to get to. Uh, so I want to get reactions here. I know Jeff, you're you're on the phone, um, so I'm very interested to hear how this trade came about because uh, during our podcast in week two, I don't think you made it clear enough that you wanted Kareem Hunt. It was not clear to me after listening to that that you wanted it. So there's a there's an intricate backstory here, and it's all credit to, and I want to give a big shout out, to puppet master Joel Yamasaki, uh, Ronas and Wildfires, you may know him better as, uh, a man who played several people in this league and orchestrated a really surprising and effective three-way trade. Joel and I were in discussions for either Gordon or Hunt in that spot. And uh, I initially floated Gordon. Very glad I floated or ended up with Hunt now. Uh, but he said, let me get back to you. And then he said, I can do Hunt. And I was like, sure, that's better than the trash bag filled with poop that I'm putting out there at my RB2. <laughs> So uh, trade went through, and then I look on Sleeper, and I say, wait a second, there's a second trade that went through, too. Uh, and that would be Joel sending Melvin Gordon Sean's way. So, uh, you know, I was just happy to get uh, a decent running back, high PPR value. And Logan Thomas is a serviceable enough tight end where I was okay giving up Mark Andrews. Uh, in hindsight, well, it doesn't matter, Brandon. You can shake your head all you want because of Robert <laughs> Big Dairy Tanyan. <laughs> the tight end position is is it just doesn't matter anymore. It's fair. It really doesn't. <laughs> it's insane the depth that you can find. And at, at one point, Tyler Higby will get you three D- TDs, and then at the next next week, 
Tanya will come out of here and get you three TDs the next week. It, it's insane. <laughs> There's no rules anymore. <laughs> it's chaos. You know what? I think we need two tight end spots just so you cover your bases. Yes. Brandon, God, I know you wanted zero, but how about it. two? No, I'm off the zero <laughs> after this year with the craziness at tight ends. I'm back on. I wish I had like someone more exciting than the boring Evan Ingram who is great for eight or nine points. Like he's going to get me that every week, but it's not fun. You know, there's no uh, up and down uh, with, yeah. with the. Well, it's the know. Giants. And God, yeah, man, there's like... only down. <laughs> with an offense so bad, how does that dude not have like 20 catches a game? Where else are they throwing? I don't know. <laughs> the ground. That's why they didn't did they score a touchdown last week? I don't they have know. they have three touchdowns on the season. So I don't really know how they've spread that out. I think Robert Tanyan has more points than the Giants offense. <laughs> Honestly though. I think he does. Did you mention Robert Tanyan? Because I'd really like <laughs> You mean Big Dairy? <laughs> big Dairy. The big D. So you had no idea that, that uh Joel was working Sean as well. If I if I had paid attention, I probably could have put it together because of the let me get back to you in an hour and the shifting of players. But uh, I'm not mad about it. I mean, especially in hindsight, as things have panned out with Nick Chubb going down, uh, I'm pretty satisfied with my Kareem Hunt. Uh, and again, just have to wait one week before I can put in. Um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, oh yeah, I Tanyan, Robert Tanyan. Um, so <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> Oh my god. Um well one thing before I get the reactions of the other two folks on the other two lads on the line. I've I thought it was hilarious that all three of you lost uh the week after the trade went through. I thought right. that was hilarious. And then all three of you won this past week. So you just needed some time. Yeah, give it time to settle in, you yeah. know, players new offense. They yeah, they bond with their new teammates, they kinda get the coaching situation in there and then uh you know, it's just it's all uphill from here. All right, so before we move to, to uh, Sean and Joel's trade, I want to hear reactions from the two of you. How do you feel that Jeff did? Well, personally, I think Logan Thomas is trash. But <laughs> <laughs> Again, it doesn't it matter. of the one point he scored last week? Yes. No, Hunt's going to be... Hunt's going to be huge, uh, especially for the next, I think, like four to six weeks while Chubb is out, you know, uh, self-inflicted. Uh, I can plan for the Browns. You can never expect good things. But, hey, maybe it comes back around. Darnus Johnson, hot waiver wire pickup. We might see some action out of him. Hopefully, Kareem Hunt can headline that uh, that backfield and you get some value out of it. But as you said, you still have Tanya in the background. So you're going to be fine there. But Mark Andrews, man, he's a stud. Like, no yeah. doubt, no question about it. And Antonio Gibson, he's he's going to get looks. I mean, Washington's not an offense you want to hang your head on, but it looks like he's going to be a big, big part of it. So I think it's 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 quite a push right now, and I just lo- I like it because Kareem Hunt right now should take carries and should get points for the next coming weeks. And my man Jeff, you needed momentum just as I do right now. <laughs> yeah. One in three brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Jeff, I gotta give you <laughs> gotta give you credit, man. You uh you were willing to deal. You're like whatever pick Mark Andrews was, third, fourth, whatever that was. Fifth. Um, fifth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. I know. And I, I was shocked you got rid of Gibson. He was your boy, but, you know. I know. I think it, I think it yeah, like like Jose said, it's a push. We'll see how it goes. I think you could have got something besides Thomas. I think you could have pulled Joel's arm a little, a little bit more. Maybe got something a little better since you're giving him Andrews, who's like the number three tight end in the league, but. 
but I think Hunt ended up working out really well. And you needed to just mix it up because it didn't matter. Like you were, if you didn't do anything, you were going to be a one in 10 team. So good job. Yeah. Look at you now. Wow. <laughs> that was rude. He's not wrong at all. I think the week before my two RB slots put up like double digits combined, like 10 points. Um, so honestly needed that. And I needed that Mike Davis waiver wire pickup. Yeah. Huge. Uh, are you sad about losing Gibson? Big time, big time. Uh, but I, I had to do it. I, I was in full desperation mode. I, I like if Cam Akers wasn't injured, I would have tried to have offloaded him, but he's just undeniably bad. <laughs> and that like RBBC in the Rams backfield is atrocious. So I <sighs> can't blame him. No, that's fair. Um, I have to admit, I think Joel won this trade just because Gibson now looks good, but we'll see. I mean, Hunt could definitely put up 30 points the next like four weeks and be proof that I'm wrong. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, Jeff, you you got some karma here. Like you lost Saquon Barkley to injury, but now you're just feasting off everyone else's injuries and just like like a vulture. <laughs> you're just taking advantage with Hunt and uh, Hunt and Davis. You got to do it. It's 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 a cruel mistress mistress out there, and you <laughs> yeah. have to take advantage of you it. You got to take advantage of her. What? Ride the karma wave. Did you have a final thought? Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I'm curious your thoughts onto uh, onto the other trade, and if you think Sean made out better than I did from. Master manipulator Joel Yamasaki. Short answer, no. I don't yeah. think he did. I think at the time I thought it was more fair, but CD Lamb looks like he has taken what I thought Michael Gallup would be. Uh, I think at this point, Michael Gallup, you can you shouldn't even be starting him, uh, Michael Bolton. I think you should uh, bench no, him. No, no, no. Start him, start him, Michael <laughs> Bolton. Start him. <laughs> because Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay's back this week. Uh, that looks a little uh, worrisome, and Hines has done nothing after that one week where he blew everyone away, and mm-hmm. I do not want any part of the Ravens' backfield as someone who has part of the Ravens' backfield. Yeah, I was going to say, Dobbins has regressed big time. So I feel like Lamb is really the, the guy, the winner. That's who I would want uh, of those four. Yeah, but I just think Sean might have won last week because he had Gordon. Like, 30 is no joke, True. you know, so it could have changed his record. But I do think CeeDee Lamb, I don't think he knew how good he was when he got rid of him. No one did. And now a couple weeks later, you're right. like, oh, okay, the Cowboys are just a stupid offense and, like, you need to have yeah. <laughs> That's the beautiful part about rookie receivers. They can come out and just put up a number on you. Just even, like, 10 receptions, which is nothing to laugh at, but 10 receptions, 15, uh, like, 150 yards, like, that's 25 fucking points. Holy shit. Justin Jefferson's doing that for me on my team. It ha- hasn't done that again since uh, week three, but that was his coming out party. These mm-hmm. these young receivers, they're out here to stay. I think that the depth at the NFL draft last year was no joke, and I think that's what we're seeing with C.D. Lamb and, and Dak Prescott willing to sling it. And J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, I'm 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 a fan, but I just don't think the Raven. They have so many weapons, and they have Lamar. So if they want to run it, they're just going to call a play for for Lamar. And unfortunately for J.K. Dobbins, that means he's going to get less carries. Yeah, the best running back on that team is Lamar Jackson. So it's like, why would you want to hand it off to this guy when you can do like a pistol or shotgun formation and just have him run it out of the backfield? I mean, honestly, though, can we all just agree? Fuck Gus Edwards. Like, who is that? <laughs> that's, that's not a football name. <laughs> Gus Edwards should never belong on a roster. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, he, he belongs on the IT department. <laughs> that man is slinging Gatorade to the bench warmers. <laughs> out here stealing snaps. Snap stealer. It's a good thing I put the explicit mark next to our, our podcast because oh, the F-bomb is a, 
come out. Some some kids' parents are upset. <laughs> so I, I mean, I would say I think Hunt of the eight players traded is the best player. Yes, of all of them, more so than Andrews. I think so. Yeah, you know my feelings about tight ends. I'm not that they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's not it. Yeah, hopefully, man. Uh, again, I, I feel a lot of remorse giving up Antonio Gibson. Uh, the kid is going to be a stud, and I stand by it. Fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> For those of you who can't see at home, Dustin flipped me off, and I liked it. But yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Hopefully it pans out. All right. Well, so that was a nice uh, look back on, on the vacated homes on the trade block. Uh, we are hoping new people move in. Um, I know... Uh, Brian Coitus Martin Roach added a couple of folks a few weeks ago. Um, but uh, in order to keep on our tight schedule, we're going to have to move on here. Uh, we'll revisit the, those new players unless anyone wants to pitch. Uh, I don't know, Jerry Judy or AJ Green. <laughs> <laughs> well, AJ Green's got a, a hot ticket right to the, um, the waiver wire, but Jerry Judy's got a touchdown now, so... Yeah, baby. Look out. Ooh, dude, that was a good grab, too. That was Randy Moss-esque. Yeah, well, it was mostly the cornerback just fucking up. Yeah, that's that's how you, you capitalize <laughs> on the defense mistakes, man. That's true. That's what it's all about. Uh, Jose, do you have anyone to pitch? So, that's the thing. I I've, I get affectionate with my team. So, <laughs> I, I really don't want to trade anyone, and I, though I know one of the, the sticking points from you, Brandon, has been my, my two tight end set, I, I'd rather not get rid of them because at, at one point I'm going to fall in love with one of them, and that's the one I want to stay with, and I haven't I have yet to fall in love with any of them yet. I, I had that three-touchdown week from Higby, and then, unfortunately, based on my astute knowledge, I, I, I benched him at that point. And so <laughs> I, I'm still going through the, the, the whole, uh, I guess, vetting phase, and I have no one, I have no one to pitch right now. I, if anyone wants T.Y. Hilton, and which no one does, feel free to you know slide into my DMs. But otherwise, like, fuck off. <laughs> I think T.Y. Hilton for A.J. Green sounds like the deal. This, this that needs. actually is a very uh, equal trade. Do you want shit or poop? Take your pick. Yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> all right, I put you on the spot. That's fair. Um, all right, so we're going to move out. of. We're driving away from the block now uh, to get uh, to the part of the show that we've all been waiting for. The one you're most excited about. For and sure. it's the awards. <laughs> because I don't know if you guys know, but there is a new man of the week this motherfucking week. And it's Todd's Clown Dentists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brassy girls everywhere. Uh, I don't believe anyone else has broke 170 points. Thank you very much. I think I am the only one. So suck on that. That's not true. Mike did it week one. Yeah, no, I think I, I definitely feel like I've seen a 180 at some point. I got 169, and I know Mike outscored that. So Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it, Wario. <laughs> Mike coming in to ruin everything again. Yeah, this is what always. he does best. Always. Always. Um, but anyways, we'll get to my team later. 170 points. Pretty pumped about that. Moving on to the Womp Womp section. Cue the terrible music from Beck. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, terrible music? Like you hate Beck? Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, take him or leave him. 
Deadass last this week uh, is Brian Coitus Martin Roach, uh, 93 points. Tough break. Pathetic. Pathetic. Honestly, I, I just want to throw out a quick question to, to my lovely Potters. Has there been a more pitiful fantasy performance than Calvin Ridley this week? Oh, my God. I'm leaning towards no. That was <laughs> terrible. This is what happens. That hurt my being. I guess I guess I've, I've been kind of studying up there, giving a lot of credit to the corner that was on him. Yeah. It's like young corner but i just think he also completely shit the bed yeah i think he was still hurt i think they just put him in there as a decoy of, of some mm-hmm. sort and they just they they had other wide receivers they could go to so they just put him in didn't ask too much from him. i think he had like five targets and that he had i think he was in line for a touchdown that i think didn't connect yeah but. he dropped he dropped it that was on him yeah <laughs> yikes yeah he, i don't think he was 100 percent yeah, but also, Jeff, to your point, that corner, I did hear about that, too. Like, I guess, I forget who they played the week before, but he basically shut down whoever he was playing that week as well. Like, he's mm. whoever this guy is, is, is crushing it. So look out if you're playing against the Packers with your stud receiver. Oh, wow. Packers are legit. Love to hear it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Packers talk. But it also answers the uh, question that we had posed two weeks ago, which is, will Atlanta ever score less than 30 points? And the answer is yes. And when that happens, Brian Roach is going to get dead ass last. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it also it also helped that Eckler just snapped his hammy in two. That's true, too. <laughs> it's so brutal. You Like, these stud running backs, Barkley, McCaffrey, Eckler, even Chubb, like, these injuries just, like, make you feel bad as a person because these talented kids, like, they're just going down. Yeah. It's not even their fault. No. It's not even like a high ankle sprain. It's like, hey, let's tear every ligament in your knee (laughs) in week two. Good luck with that rehab. We'll see you week 10 and see what you got left if there's a season. Oh, God. So, yeah, it's not looking good for Coitus, but we'll get there. I don't think we even need to do top scorers. It's already in the app. Yeah, they're all on your team. Yeah, yeah, and they're all on my team. Uh, We can run through it real quick. This will be the last week. <laughs> Dak Prescott, uh, forty points. Don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, forty points from Dak. Are, are, aren't they zero and four? That team, or are one they and one, three. one and three? One and three. They came back <laughs> against the Falcons on the onside kick. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a testament to how terrible that defense is. Well, it's so bad. Whoever's playing uh, uh, the Cowboys this week, start every offensive player against the Cowboys. Don't do it because it's the Giants. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm starting Darius Slayton then. Darius Slayton is on the trade block. Anybody Evan wants Ingram, him? Baby. <laughs> Evan Ingram, baby. Evan Ingram. In yeah, he's got to score 40. Let's go. Look, Daniel Jones is on the wa- waiver wire just saying you could do worse. Tim. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees sucks. I don't know how many times you need to hear it. It's just terrible. <laughs> Joe Mixon had 44, 14 more than second place. OBJ had 41, 8 more than second place. Uh, those all three were uh, on the Todd's clown motherfucking dentists. George Kittle had 40, uh, seven more than second. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but the second place finisher in wide receiver and tight end is who? Robert Tanyan. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Third to you for that one. <laughs> Quick recap. 
of last week uh, so we can get to the fun stuff, which is the power rankings. Todd's Clown Dentists, 170. Staniel Derns, 141. I won because three of my players combined for 125 points. Holy uh, shit. Bonkers. (laughs) Fucking bonkers. And none of them will ever score that high again, just to add up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but enjoy enjoy it while you can man i did i really did like obj just hates the cowboys so. i know i love it it's so funny no wide receiver has hated the cowboys more since terrell owens <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's true um all right covid is a ladder 133 versus coitus martin 93 uh the chiefs d uh had 20 points and four players had 20 plus it's pretty solid uh, fuck you for starting the Chiefs D against the Pats. Oh come on! As soon as as soon as Newton got the bug, it was game over. <laughs> I was like, oh here we go, Hoyer. Okay. I didn't think it would be that bad, but I knew I knew that was going to be the highest scoring defense of the week. When that pick six happened, I just texted Roach and I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am a monster. <laughs> yeah, he didn't need that. You know what this made me realize. I haven't put together biggest beatdown yet. So next week, come Ooh. back for uh, biggest beatdown. You got to see who uh, who got smacked around the most. I haven't looked that up. Um, if there's a pod next week, uh, Nick, it's up to you. Honestly, Ooh. calls in your court. Heinous Wars, a new anus, 165 uh, versus Cookie Monsters, 147. Apostrophe Ooh. S. <laughs> Apostrophe <laughs> S. We'll get there. That was a, that way. <laughs> let's let's just appreciate that. That score, holy shit! I know. No I one that bad. drops one forty-seven should lose. I just, I know Daniel Derns do- dropped one forty-one, but still, holy shit! Yeah, if you're if you're that high over the hundreds, like that's just bad luck. Yeah, I woke up. I woke up to that Kittle forty spot, and I was like, "This is over." Like, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> but guess who said it wasn't over? Oh, was it? Uh, was it? Uh, Robert Tanyan Harding breaking some Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> I think it fucking was. Just uh, I, I've been paying a lot of attention to Alan Lazard this year, and then once he went down to IR and uh, Devonte was very doubtful, uh. I was like uh, just kind of studying up. Uh, and one of my close friends, some of you may know, Tim Dombeck, uh, is a diehard Packers fan, and he illuminated me into the mystical powers of Robert Tanyan, who had a twenty-point week the week before, and I was like, well, if I get ten points, I'll be happy. And then he did a little more than that. So and then a little bit more and then a and little, then a little bit. More. More. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy the the Packers should be getting some respect. That man Aaron Rodgers, as Stephen A. Smith would say, is a bad <laughs> man. <laughs> I was uh, I was hoping for the I was hoping for the Mark Jackson mama. There goes that man. <laughs> I like it. So a win for the new anus. He's back. This is a new anus, and I'm excited to see what comes next. Really a different team. World of Wario, 116 uh, versus the Bitch Hippos, 98. Aww. Second week out of four that the Bitch Hippos did not score 100 points. Just want to point that out. But the reason why World of Wario won is, once again, Seahawks duo with 45 points. Russell is cooking. Um, yeah. I wish that had been last year, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Ronas and Wildfires, 136 versus All Ladders Matter, 104. Uh, the two newcomers for Joel combined for 47 points. Um, so welcome to your new team, lads. Uh, and last but not least, 
the Washington football team versus ladders or COVID. Uh, Washington football team, 133, ladders or COVID, 112. Melvin and Thielen combined for 56. That was the note I put down there. Gordon will not be repeating that this week if they play the Pats. <laughs> he will not. Um, so that gets us through all of the things that we had before we got to the fun stuff. Only a tight 40 minutes. Love it. <laughs> In reality, we've we, we've been on this for an hour. You only have to listen to 40 minutes. So. <laughs> You're probably less. Yeah, uh, definitely less. Anyways. Erica is back again. She was not happy with me because I did send her to go get the power rankings from week three, but she came back and I immediately just lit them on fire and laughed at her. Um, and then I sent her back this week. Uh, so she is back. She able to uh, work with the mystical beasts on that mountaintop to get us our 12 team ranking. We got to start at the bottom like we always do. Yay. Number 12 for the second week in a row. The bitch hippos. <laughs> Number 12. I think this team is going to spend a lot of time hanging out down here. <laughs> And you would know. You love it down here. Dude, this is my home. <laughs> the toilet is where I live. <laughs> the only thing I want to say before I open up to you guys, where was this last week? <laughs> I knew that this is the team that the Bitch Hippos are. And instead they put up stupid numbers because fucking his two running back, David Johnson and Todd Gurley, both scored. What the? Oh, I just can't get over it. <laughs> Anyways. 2016 came in uh, and kicked the league in the dick last week. <laughs> and now we're back. <laughs> and now we're back in 2020. <laughs> yeah, now we're back. Where Zach Ertz is tight end number 16. Way to spend an early round pick on that one. <laughs> I mean, what about that uh, Dallas Goddard injury? What's the what's the update on that? Is he... He's on the IR, so... Oh, is he? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's why I dropped him immediately when that happened. I'm not... He's not worth hanging around for. Wentz can't throw to anyone except for the other team right now, so Ertz is just, like, a non-factor. Do we think Wentz was always this bad, or is this, like, a new thing? He he had, like... See, see, this is something that's confused me, too, because he had, like, a really solid year. Like, I think it was his rookie year, and everyone was shitting their pants over him, and they hitched their horse to the wrong wagon. Well, not really, because Nick Foles is also ass, but... <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I'm not jaded or angry or anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Michael Thomas is coming back this week, right? Maybe. 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 Who knows? I mean, whenever he gets him and Julio back and digs, that's a scary three wide receivers, but who knows if they're going to come back. I mean, Diggs is definitely feasting. Like, Josh Allen enjoys having that deep threat. That's not yeah. Zay Jones. So, you know, any upgrade there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, maybe. Again, I just don't know about... Well, he also started Daryl Henderson, so... Yeah, who also scored 20 points against me. What the hell? <laughs> you can't trust that Rams backfield, man. I don't know. I tried to trade with Tim. I wanted like either Julio or Thomas, but he's kind of, I think, banking on them to save his season. So I was like, all right. What did you, what did you offer? Uh, I mean, it didn't, it didn't even get that far. Don't kiss and tell. Yeah, it, it didn't even get that far. He was I, I wanted Thomas, and I was like, I'll give you pretty much anything for him. I didn't say that, but I would have. 
And he was like, I think I kind of need him. And I was like, fuck, you're, you're right, you do. So. <laughs> Are you saying Golden Tate can't take him to the promised land? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, all right, so bottom tier. Bottom rung of the ladder uh, that is this season, the Bitch Hippos. Number 11. Moving up a, a rung, we have... Uh, who is number 10 in our last power rankings that were revealed. All ladders matter. And I think we can all just pour a little out for Brandon Cooks, because he is not cooking. What the f- Remember when this kid was like a top five draft pick? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's all the concussions. And, like, having to learn a new offense every Every year. Every single year. Poor. My man's been passed around more than a blunt on, uh, like, a draft weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Le'Veon's back, so. Oh, good. That'll make a difference. I'll probably go up, <laughs> up a rung there, right? Right, Kevin? Le'Veon, no. <laughs> I'm scanning Kevin's roster now. I am playing him this weekend. I don't see Cook's on it anymore no he dropped him <laughs> that's, that's that's fair <laughs> um <laughs> which is like it's kind of disappointing for cooks just you know as as a professional because he was a stud uh when he was with the rams when he was with the pats <laughs> and uh you, you know how, the saints yeah especially yeah when the saints when he had younger drew Brees throwing for adam but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still think he has solid wideouts. Um, Allen Robinson, uh, you know, <laughs> and whenever I see Robbie Anderson, I can't, yes. I can't stop thinking about Sir Perth. Sir Perth. Sir Perth. <laughs> What's that bear doing? Just call him that. <laughs> <laughs> and Derrick Henry's back this week, so I, I'm actually, mm. I'm actually somewhat concerned. Um, I need to get off to Schneid, and I have Kevin looking at me with Derrick Henry's thighs, and I, I don't know what to think. <laughs> Oof. That really should be his team name. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry leg day. Yeah. Derrick Henry's melatonin. Oh, God. Get to the back of the car. Get to the back seat. I wish we had, like, the mute button in uh, around the horn. Play your game, boy. Shush the rest of the road trip. I'm going to be honest. I, like, have dyslexic moments when I see Allen Robinson and Robbie Anderson. I, like, look Fair. at them quickly, and I think they're the same. That's hard. Yeah, that's a hard uh that's two hard names. But finally, for the first time and as long as I've been playing fantasy, Allen Robinson is a factor. Yeah. Which is which is really exciting and I think the key is obviously benching Mitch Trubisky. That's <laughs> just that's in the right call for anybody. The bare minimum there. <laughs> the bare minimum. Uh, Sir thank Perth. you, Dustin. Bear down for midterms. Bear down for midterms. Oh my god. Oh, that's a good team name. Someone has that to is that is a great <laughs> team. Name. But whoever has multiple bears and yeah. that shouldn't be many. Too people. bad that's not a thing. <laughs> there aren't multiple bears. Can you imagine? Oh, that thing would be terrible. No, I think you're right though, Jose. He's got solid wideouts and if if the titans ever play again it'll be scary um, i think he's really getting hammered by covid mm. oh wait real quick real quick debo samuel's back i don't know i don't i don't know if that matters but that's a thing oh shit does that mean i need to drop brandon Ayuk? 
I might no, not. No, he, no, he's a talented wide receiver. Do you see that hurdle? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 got my name, so I can't just drop him like that. Sure. That would be unfair. Ayuk? Yeah, <laughs> that's my middle name. You didn't know that. <laughs> number ten. All right, moving up the ladder. He was eleven last week. He is now number ten, so he's moving on up. Oh, that baby. is Anus Wars, a new anus. My note here just says probably just talk about Tanyan, but I think we did that. Yeah, we've done enough of that this podcast, so I can I can move on. Uh, all I can say is that uh, if we have enough weeks of fantasy, I'll just keep moving up one slot at a time. So hopefully I'll be number one by the end of the season. There you go. It's a good goal to have. Moving on to number nine. Number nine. He was number two. In the last power ranking, so a pre- precipitous <laughs> drop. Ooh, good word. For the old Coitus Martin, whose running backs are now absolutely garbage. No, Austin Eckler. Kenyon Drake is terrible. So bad. And his Falcons trio put up 21 points last week. Yes. I'm worried about you, Brian. Uh, I feel like the Coitus is coming out. We have a hotline here if you need to call, talk about your feelings. Just, uh, you know, we're here for you, man. Yeah. Any uh, any other thoughts about the old coitus? He really he really needs Ridley to step up. And um, he I think he was riding him, like like you're saying, with the Atlanta offense there. Because um, otherwise, I'm not really seeing too many players that can do damage. And that's that's just what you need in, in, in you know, especially PPR fantasy players that will get you a consistent 25 to 35 points. I mean, obviously, that's the high end. But if you can get players that on and off can get you that, I think you'll you'll do well. But if if Ridley can't perform, then you can't ride the coitus. I mean, Drake is the one of the I think one of the biggest letdowns of the year. Like I, I think he was a little overhyped going into the draft, but also, I don't know. I thought the Cardinals were going to be like one of the best teams and after the last two weeks I'm quickly reversing that thought so the Cardinals are just kind of depressing all around right now and I think Drake is like at the forefront of that so well Cliff uh Cliff Kingsbury this week has been talking about trying to get Kenyon Drake more involved in the offense and I'm like okay we'll see we'll see yeah yeah <laughs> this is all talk <laughs> I don't know they seem to love Chase Edmonds so just if I was Rochi I'd maybe try to trade for Chase like sooner rather than later because he could take that starting job any day Kenyon Drake straight up Make that trade, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've said I'm not. I maybe I just have a thing against like white wide receivers because I also <laughs> don't think Cooper Cup is that good. I don't think Adam Thielen is that good. Um, so I might be racist, guys. <laughs> but yeah, Will Fuller. I'm shocked. All the ACL uh, tears that we've had this year that he is not on this list. Oh, it's just a matter of time. You yeah. know it's just a matter of time. The man is playing on borrowed clock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, Rochi's best player may very well be his kicker. So let's not forget good old. As, uh. as Rochi told me when I was texting him when I was beating his ass, he called him a old Rex Specs Blankenship. Put up like the <laughs> second most points on his team. And I was like, just because that's his name. I, uh, yeah, I'm all in, all in on Blankenship. Yeah, he's awesome. He was mm-hmm. awesome at Georgia. He was. All right, so that was number nine. That was the bottom third of the league, which was Coitus Martin at nine, Heinous Wars, a new Anus at ten. All ladders matter. 
at 11 and the bitch hippos in their uh, normal spot of 12. Uh, so we'll move into... <laughs> <laughs> I do I do just want to address, Tim, if you're listening at home, we know you changed your name to Shy Ladders, but we don't acknowledge it. <laughs> do not acknowledge it. Do not acknowledge The bitch hippos is a great name. Number eight. Number eight. He was number four last week, so a pretty big drop there as well. Um, he is also on the line. Ladders are COVID. What have you have to say for yourself? You've dropped four spots in two weeks. I deserve it. Um, I'm not making any excuses. You know, the team team's not there. Team needs to you know really look at themselves in the mirror and understand like, do they want to <laughs> make a run or do they want to just be mediocre? Uh, because at this point, the the talent I feel like is is there. And injuries are ne- necessarily something that everyone deals with, so I'm I'm not making that excuse. But Lamar needs to be better. That's just point blank. Lamar needs to be an MVP. Like there's there's no excuse for him to put up 14 points against Dustin Sylvia last week, and basically cost me a win. Like he 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 should be able to put up numbers when. Kansas City's out there slinging it, and at the end of the day, Zeke's going to be consistent, but he he could he could see some improvement with with Chubb out. I'm going to have to ride um, AJ Brown now that he's coming back, and he's going to have to see some some more targets. I know that the Titans' offense should be dominant, and that's that's all I can get. Otherwise, I'm going to have to make some moves. And you know, as you guys I, I alluded to earlier, I, I'm I'm a fan of my team. I'm, I'm affectionate towards the guys I drafted. You know, we went through everything. You know, recruiting, um, mini camps. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at this point, uh, all I can do is just hope for them to be better and and make some uh, make some moves in the waiver wire. Hey, you know what though, man? I'm very excited for a player in your starting lineup, Keenan Allen. With the rise mm-hmm. of Herbert, that kid That's is true. going to get back to his usual wide receiver one numbers. Um, so things are not all bleak. And I, I believe in Keenan. He's uh he's he's gonna be a good wideout the rest of the year. I appreciate that. He he did drop a thirty spot uh last week, but yes. it, it unfortunately was not enough. Uh but I, I do think he he's a PPR machine. And uh oh, yeah. he's 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 a WR one and uh with the rise of Justin Jefferson, we'll we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. I really like Jefferson. Um I think that'll be good. I to be honest was shocked that Zeke is the uh fourth number four ranked running back. I feel like that's a quiet top five running back. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think he he's getting touches, but at the same time, you have Dak just slinging it because the Cowboys are playing from behind. So that's that's what's tough about the Cowboys offense uh, from a running back perspective. And then you have Tony Pollard out there stealing, like vulturing some touchdowns every now and then. Oh, so. fucking Pollard. <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> But um, I think consistency will be there. He never gets hurt, so that's that's one thing you know. Knock on wood that we have going. Why for us. would you say that? Because it's, it's Zeke Elliott, man. He grabs titties and doesn't get hurt. That's that's what he does. <laughs> you got to get that feed me tat on the belly. That's right. Yeah, get that on the gut, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I feel like I was just surprised by that. Uh, I do want. I don't know if you saw this, Jose, but uh, Lamar Jackson did not practice today Ooh. with a knee injury. Uh oh. So. Yeah, no, I didn't see that. I, I'm looking at him now. He has a questionable tag, but uh, oof, I, I don't trust him strictly as a pocket passer. So we'll, we'll have to see what we can do about that. And Jefferson's playing the Seahawks this week, so he should cook. So I think that 
Number seven. All right, uh, let's move on to number seven, up another rung. This team has climbed two spots since our last power ranking, uh, where he was ninth, he is now seventh, and that is the newly christened Ronas and Wildfires. Guys, I'm going to be honest, Josh Jacobs might not be the hype beast machine that Joel wants us to think because he's only scored over 15 points once this year. Did you guys know that? Because I feel like I just always think that he's crushing it, and he has not been. Yeah, I think that's a part of the the Raiders' offense is just underwhelming underperformance. Just the way it goes. Not for everyone. Darren Waller, that's true. Um, excuse me, he had, he got two points a couple weeks ago. So yeah. <laughs> the Raiders are just inconsistent at best, and like you can't trust a single person on that team. Like even Waller, like yeah, he could get thirty, but he could also get two. So. I don't know. Raiders are tough. Jacobs is kind of the same way. Could get 30, could get two. Yeah, the Raiders are tough. I'm actually surprised by that fact, uh, Brandon. And I'm looking at his numbers now. He just had a really good week against a mediocre Carolina team. And and since then, he's been really quiet. He has Kansas Mm -hmm. City next. And then a bye. uh, And then Tampa Bay. Oh, geez, yeah. (laughs) The next few (laughs) weeks aren't looking too great for Josh Jacobs. Well, you know what the big stat is here? Uh, I'm looking. He got three touchdowns week one. Hasn't had a single one since. That's why Mm, his score is so low. mm, That'll do it. So he's just not hitting the end zone. That's why he was so thirsty for your Antonio Gibson, Jeff. That's right. Should have known. Should have fought. uh, Damn it. I'm full of regret. (laughs) Joel, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Just trade him Hunt for Gibson back. One for Straight one. up. <laughs> <laughs> and all you did was give up Mark Andrews for Logan Thomas. Oh, my God. I would kick you out of the league if you did that. <laughs> you would want me. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you'd just be on the podcast. You wouldn't be in the league. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually probably be better for my mental health. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Joel's team. I just I feel like I can't get a good read on it. I just I don't know what to expect. Like, I think DJ Moore is good, but then he hasn't put up over 10 in three to four weeks. Uh, Aaron Jones is crushing it. But in my mind, he's, he's, he's like a fine running back, not the number two. So I don't know. I just feel like I, I don't disagree with that. I think Aaron Jones is a fucking monster, and I love him. But continue. just yeah, just because he's on Green Bay, that offense will just fire at, in all cylinders. The two Aaron's man, they 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 own the cheese state. I mean, uh, Jamal Williams got a uh, a higher percentage of snaps than um, Aaron Jones last week, but I think that's skewed because they played the Falcons, and also Jones is getting that PPR, those PPR points through catches that Jamal's not. So. Yeah, it was the same story last year. Everyone was like, Jamal Williams is going to eat into his carries. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, Aaron Jones is still getting 20 touchdowns this year. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and yet they wasted two draft picks on a quarterback that's not playing and a running back that's not playing. Like, what the, what the hell are you doing, Green Bay? Aaron doesn't need weapons. They have Robert Tanyan. <laughs> that's right. They'll just pick up a scrub. They'll go like to uh, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire and be like, hey... <laughs> You're 6'6". Six, six. Hey, you want to come out? <laughs> oh, it's true. That's number seven. Uh, moving up another rung to the sixth rung. Number six. Uh, he was number seven last week. He is talking to you right now. It's the Todds, clown, dentists. I really think I am a boomer bust team, and it 
can be heart-wrenchingly sad, but it can also be so, so sweet, uh, like it was this week when I turned on the TV and within five minutes had like three, four touchdowns. It was awesome. Dak Prescott, I think, is one of the great quarterbacks of all time. You know, (laughs) (laughs) might have to get a, if he carries me to the promised land, I might have to get a Prescott jersey. Oh my God. $40 million man. (laughs) Greatest quarterback of all time on the one and three Cowboys. Hey, I'm two and two. That's all that matters, baby. (laughs) And it's not his fault, but he, yeah, he's put up 30 plus in three of four weeks. He's just, it's, I I am interested to see what happens when they play a, actual Good defense yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god your, your schedule coming up is insane giants cardinals washington eagles <laughs> like you're gonna get 40 yeah. a week for the next no i'm worried because they're so bad that they're just gonna be winning the whole time and zeke is just gonna feast yeah, i don't know their defense is gonna keep them in, it, in every game because it's that bad god i hope so what about james robinson though man what a pickup for you. I know. That was that was a great pick. Oh, man. I loved it. At the beginning of the year, Jeff and I were battling for who was going to get the Jaguars running back. Like, I picked <laughs> up a guy, and then I think he got COVID, and you picked up a guy, and then he got hurt. <laughs> and then I picked up James Robinson, and he ended up being an undrafted free agent. Yeah, And then we see Leonard Fournette just kind of having one good week on the Bucks, and then otherwise just kind of riding the pine, just being bald. <laughs> just being way too bald out there for his own good uh i st- i stand by this i developed a stance last year uh and i stand by it this year uh fuck leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i say about that i think staniel is would agree with you yeah uh jeff i didn't realize J- uh, jaguar james is the number six running back right now dude is nasty it's really helped save the fact that joe mixon uh was not a factor until 44 points last week um, I and I the last thing I'll say is I really miss the big cheese. He had one great week and has not played ever since. Um, and I would love for him to start playing again. We miss you, big cheese. Yeah. Get out there. He'll be back next week after the bye. I mean, I get it. I get why you rest him this week if you have a bye. It makes sense. Um, I just got to win this week and I can be three and two and have him come back. Oh, great. Brandon, your team is like pretty scary. Just like but you're right, like the ceiling on your team is so fucking. The ceiling high. is there, yeah. yeah. Um, if everyone just happens to put it all together, yeah. But the yeah. thing is, like, you need it to be consistent if you want to make a run. Yep. Which OBJ is not going to be consistent. I can tell mm-hmm. you that right now. <laughs> not be shocked if he gets five points this week. <laughs> yeah, his uh, his his four week breakdown is pretty is pretty crazy. Five yeah. nineteen nine forty one. <laughs> That's about right. That's OBJ. (laughs) Can't wait for five this week, but got to start him. With no no chub, I'm hoping they throw more, but we'll see. Number five. Um, All right, moving on up to number five. He was number eight last week. Uh, In a new segment we like to call, uh, What is Cookie Monster Possessing This Week? (laughs) (laughs) Now what starts with the letter C? C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. 
This is a great segment. Oh my god! I'm glad we waited for this. Uh. <laughs> Around the room, guys. What is uh, what is Cookie Monster possessing? Oh, it's a good question, man. Let's see. Oh, uh, a loss to the anus. <laughs> like okay, it. okay. That's a good answer, Jeff. I'll put it on a poll. Oh, and I just noticed that it happens to be a Todd Clown's dentist uh, matchup against the Cookie Monsters possessing. <gasps> oh, sounds right. That's right. Oof. Man, I'm hoping he's possessing less touches from George Kittle because my man, mm. what he put up like 40 points, and I don't yeah. think he had a, I don't think he had a touchdown. No, 15 catches for 183 yards. That's that insane. Is, <laughs> and insane. the wildest stat. Is he was fifteen for fifteen targets to receptions? Unreal! That, Jesus, that man has a rate catching radius of a thousand. <laughs> Holy is, shit! Is uh, is Mostert back this week? Yeah, it looks like he might be. He's in his lineup right now. Speaking of which, I was gonna say Cookie Monsters are possessing literally all three San Francisco running backs. They got Mostert, <laughs> Coleman, and Wilson. Just Mel no McKinnon though. No, yes. (laughs) Got to finish it out. And that concludes our segment of what is Cookie Monster possessing this week? Cookie, cookie, cookie starts with Um. I think one of the things that Cookie Monster needs to think about, um, and it has to be very excited for actually, not think about, uh, is when his team actually is fully healthy because I do not think Kittle, Mostert, and Galladay have played a game together i think one has been missing each week um so he has to be very excited to hopefully next week get all of them back yeah that's gonna be scary it's gonna be a classic nick run coming up pretty soon i agree i agree and i feel like we shat on his team at draft and now it's like oh my i God. still i still stand by that it's not a fun team like i don't like it I don't like his team, but it's Dustin it's doesn't good. like points or winning. <laughs> I don't I'm looking at like I don't like Brady. I don't didn't like Boyd. I really don't like Boyd now because he took all of AJ Green's catches. Like Lockett gets you four points every other week. I just I don't like it. Edelman sucks this year. But here we are. Nick doing his thing. Nick being <laughs> Nick. I mean I Dalvin Cook too. I, I feel like it's taken me a while, but he is he is legit. He should have been up there. Um, Just that that injury issue, dude is dude is cardboard. Yeah, but he hasn't been hurt the last couple of years. It was like the start of his career, and he's been fine since. I feel like, right? Am I wrong? Didn't he have something last year? Am I making that up? Probably. I make up. I make up he a was, lot of shit. I think he was hurt at the beginning of the year, and then he came yeah. back like four weeks into it. Right? Yeah. yeah. He was out for a few games. According to Sleeper in 2019, Dalvin Cook had 308 total fantasy points that's a good amount of points yeah he was the fifth best uh <laughs> running pretty back. solid yeah so we'll see um he's going against the seattle defense this week so i'm pretty excited for that i think seattle will hold him uh but george kittle terrifies me i'm sure tyler lockett will go off because fuck tyler lockett <laughs> hate that guy yeah he's got a bone to pick with you yeah we'll see i hope he just shits the bed like he did for me last year um on the contrary <laughs> Dude's coming. Dude's coming, ready to play. No so way. Be careful. <laughs> no way. Yeah, you think this is gonna be like OBJ against Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Number four. So 
the middle the middle four teams um, in order: number five, Cookie Monsters; number six, Todd's Clown Dentists; number seven, Ronas and Wildfires; number eight, Ladders or COVID. Uh, so we're at the top four now, boys, um, and with the number four slot right now, it's the Washington Football Team. Last week he was or last rankings he was fifth, so he has climbed a spot. I think the big question, folks, right now. How is Gordon going to do without Philip Lindsay? I don't think Lindsay is going to take as much as we think. Uh, they got Gordon for a reason. And I, I think it's probably going to be a little diminished, but I think he's still going to do fine. That being said, there is no floor or ceiling for Gordon this week going against the Pats D. So it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> There's no floor or ceiling. <laughs> There's just no what house. What does that mean? He's just outside? <laughs> There's no house for Melvin Gordon this week. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. I, I have to admit, I I liked Philip Lindsay, but we'll see. I just don't find Melvin Gordon that good of a running back. I think he's solid. And if he's in a timeshare, he's not going to be that good. Um, that's kind of why I was surprised you said you were trying for him, Jeff, instead of Kareem Hunt, I feel like I would have much rather had Hunt. Well, uh, I'm incredibly stupid, so <laughs> I feel like you should put that together. Uh, that's true. I'm glad we got that out there. Yeah, that's right. Until they get Drew Locke back, I think the running game is going to be emphasized, and whether that be through just Gordon sure. or um, the split with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, I think they're going to ride that because it's consistent. It, you know, it yields points. I also really like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I know he hasn't been performing that strongly, but I think he's a solid back. Quick note for you guys. Uh, Sean's two starting running backs are both Wisconsin products, um, just as an <laughs> FYI. Big 10 school, there run heavy. Big boys, they eat cheese, they eat beef. They <laughs> they get out there, they drink beers, and they fucking get yards, man. <laughs> Big dairies. <laughs> Big dairy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like uh, John's uh, Sean's team. I I think Thielen, even though you're racist, Brandon, uh, is, is a PPR machine, and DK Metcalf has proven himself as a as a true wideout one. Uh, it's it's tough, and um, I'm glad I had I already got my loss over with the Sean because I think his team's solid. <laughs> yeah, Thielen and Metcalf are top ten wideouts right now uh, through a third of the season. So. I didn't think that was going to be the uh, nexus of Sean's team, but here we are. There you go. Uh, and who knows? McCaffrey might be back in a couple of weeks. So that's that's the scariest part. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be huge for him. I hope not. Need my Mike Davis to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. All right, so now we're into the top third. Um, a man who is not used to being this high up. The, uh, the rankings list. Uh, he was number six last week. It is Staniel Derns. And let me tell you, after playing him, those wide receivers he has are terrifying. Amari Cooper, I don't know if you guys know this, is the number one wideout in I can't uh, cheap beer right what now. What a world. Right? That, can't fucking believe that. Cowboy. I'm shocked. Yeah, cowboy. That's fair. If you're a cowboy and your name's not Michael Gallup, you're doing great. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed I don't have any, like, duo of the Cowboys. So if you have a Cowboy, let me know, because I want him. <laughs> I also just love that he refuses to drop Gronk. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing. He's Sentimental just he, reasons. Yeah, he's got three tight ends. He's a locker room presence. 
Yeah, maybe Jamie Lynn just loves a big old man that loves to party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're hot, like why why shake it up? You have a, you have a team, you have a deep, we have deep benches in this league, so it's not like he's struggling. And um, I mean, wh- why shake it up if if the the gods are looking in in your way and and smiling at you? <laughs> That's a good point. I like it. Too many dolphins, too many jets. That's my only worry. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is fair. Number two. Moving into number two slot. He was number three last week. He's on the line right now, um, which unfortunately means that Mike is going to be fist pumping again. But number two is <laughs> COVID is a ladder. <laughs> I fucking love Alvin Kamara. And I'm so sad that I've never got to have him once in fantasy football because he is awesome. It's my first time. I would have traded him to you last year. Dude it was way underwhelming. <laughs> That's yeah. That was my thing going into the season, uh, especially with Drew Brees aging. But apparently, that means that his arm can't go as as, <laughs> as long, so he just kind of dumps it down and sees like, "Hey, hey, man, go do your thing. <laughs> See what you got for me." And they still do well because of it. And Kamara is just feasting. Yeah, his stats like his four week breakdown: twenty three, thirty eight, forty six, twenty. Jesus. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Dustin's over here grinning like a big dipshit. <laughs> I like look forward to every Saints game. I'm just like, all right. It doesn't matter what the score is in my fantasy situation is right now. I'm like, all right, let's get back into it. Or let's run away with it. <laughs> you can just drop 50 and you'd be like, all right, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Jose knows that feeling all too well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, went, I think it was a Sunday night game and I went, I was like in bed at that point, like, because, you know, Bender of a weekend at the, and I'm like <laughs> I, I like go to sleep. I'm like Kamara already has 20 points. Is the first quarter. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Wake up at like 46. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. I also like Dustin. You got Damian Harris in the starting lineup, my man. Yeah, it's coming. It's happening. Kid is the real deal. He looked great. He did look good. Yeah, he's got that afterburner that Tony Michelle does not have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping he gets into the end zone every once in a while, and that's enough for him to be an RB3, I think, for me. I'm, I'm, I, I looked again at when I drafted him. It was like, yeah, ninth round or something. And I was looking at who else was there because I was kind of feeling down about it. And I was like, <laughs> actually, when you look at who was there, like, I don't think any they're like on anyone's teams. Like, I think they've all been dropped or they're hurt. So, like, I don't know. Harris ended up, it might actually end up being a pretty good ninth round grab. What about James White being back? You worried about that? No, I love James White. I can't be mad at him. There's enough I didn't touches. say mad. I said worried. <laughs> well, yeah. And also, Damian Harris, I don't think he's never going to be the pass catching back. Like, he's going to be the first, second down back, goal line back, hopefully. And that's all I need. That's fine for a number three RB. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. You are the leader of Pillow Town right now. You are Abed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you won. I can't believe in 2020 someone won a fantasy matchup while starting Frank Gore. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> that that is shocking to me uh, that you that you were able to pull that off. I just wanted to note that. I, that's just all thanks to Roach and the Falcons shit in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Not a testament to Dustin as much as. <laughs> I got a perfectly decent score, and Roach got the worst, so win's a win. Number one. 
All right, so number one, and we can spend maybe like an, a minute on this team because fuck If that. Is uh, World of Wario. I think he has to stay here, guys. I mean, every, he's won Man of the Week twice. He's the highest scorer in the league right now. And the Seahawks just keep cooking. Every week, I think, all right, this is the week Russell's not going to actually do anything or Carson's not going to score. And I'm wrong every week. Um, I do think he might be in for a rude awakening now that F- Fant, Font, Fanta, Fanta. <laughs> Fanta, Fanta. Is hurt, uh, as well as the fact that Michael Gallup is not a starting wide receiver at this point in fantasy football. Yeah, also I would just like to, I only have one point to make on this team, which is a fuck Mike, uh, (laughs) and I cede my time. All right, and that'll do it for the power rankings. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mike. (laughs) This is a podcast tradition. We just completely ignore any analysis on Mike's team. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. His team is scary if it's healthy. I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know what happened last week. but Carson and Edwards Hilaire is just mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally just on the Seahawks. If it's, if they just find a slump which i think they will no team can be perfect for the entire season right then that team is not pedestrian but it's not like immaculate and so i think that's that's what needs to happen otherwise i i can't see anyone taking mike down yeah i don't know i could see it leveling out i mean the one thing mike's team is missing like besides russell wilson like i'm excluding him entirely is uh like touchdowns i think because like ceh and hopkins really don't get in the end zone like at all. Mm. So, so yeah, like you said, if the Seahawks aren't hitting the end zone six times a week, like that's, yeah. the, week that he, that's the week he's going to lose because the yep. other guys aren't going to pick up the slack. Or as of now, they're not. Yeah, and if we're looking at the matchup, this this is the matchup of the week, which is the transition, right? Yeah. Yes. First time on the pod in your a podcast natural. natural. God, damn. I'm sweating. Um, matchup of the week, though. You are totally right. Yeah. This is the battle for, for Blanketsburg. Who's going to be Troy Barnes at the end of the week? Is it going to be Staniel Derns or is it going to be World of Wario? I really think it's going to be Staniel, guys. I, wow. I'm a little worried about World of Wario. I don't know, but Ooh. Seattle's playing Minnesota and their defense is terrible. I'm sorry, but Staniel Derns is starting a Miami running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's Wario this week. <laughs> I don't know. He's starting Ronald Jones. Well, also, the Bills game might get canceled, in which case, Josh Allen, there goes half his score. Oh, so. that's true. And no, and no Cam. Oof. Oof. Oh, no. Here comes Daniel Jones. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it really depends on if these games happen or not. Um, all right. I mean, I'll, I'm going to take Daniel Derns to win. Now, you guys can take World of Warrior, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I have a spread, Dustin. I didn't. I didn't think about that. Now, what are you good for? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't even do transitions because they stole that from me. So. Uh, Brandon's Gambling Corner. There you go. I got gotcha. Yeah, that's there right. We're going to get there. But uh, the rest of the matchups, I love that this is like the Toilet Bowl weekend. We have two, two matchups that are battles of the bottoms of both divisions. So Yeah, uh, baby. All Ladders Matter versus Ladders or COVID, which I believe has recently Ooh. changed his name. <laughs> That's right. I think I got that alert while we were on the air uh, to, oh, the, yeah. 
to the bitch ladders. Um, so. <laughs> this is getting just more confusing by the moment. <laughs> Everyone's team names are kind of like intersecting with each other. <laughs> so yeah, so we've got All Ladders Matter versus the Bitch Ladders. And Heinous War is a new anus versus the Bitch Hippos. So can two bitches win? Or I'm will... looking forward to that one. Yeah. I'm going to be keeping a careful eye on the heinous Bitch Hippos matchup. I think the Bitch Hippos are going to be in last at the end of the week. I really hate Tim's team. How about the end of the season? At the end of the season, too. <laughs> um, and I think all ladders matter are going to lose as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Jose is just bound to... You're bound to get a win at some point soon. Like, your team's too good to be one and three. Yeah, one day. One day we'll get a win, <laughs> and then that day will probably be the last week of the season, and it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I love that we have a, a title matchup for Blanketsburg and then two last-place matchups. I think that's great scheduling job by Sleeper. Really proud good of you Good parody, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of parody, I just wanted to shout out Divisions A and Division B. Looking pretty, pretty even right now. I, I just wanted to say. All right, get get in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those records. It's even across the board. Oh, ah, fine. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And Division B, like you guys, I think outscored all of Division A this past week. Like Division A's scores were, like the highest is like one thirty, and you guys are getting one seventy, one sixty. So Division B has got something. I got something going. Yeah, we've got the bitch hippos, though, so that really kind of drags us down. (laughs) (laughs) He's scored 40 less points than the most recent person. That's terrible. Once he gets his wide receivers, I think we'll see something better out of Tim, but until then, uh, he is a bitch hippo. The other matchups this week, uh, COVID is a ladder versus Ronas and Wildfires, the Washington football team versus Coitus Martin, uh, Todd's Clown Dentist versus Cookie Monsters uh, for the final playoff <laughs> spot. And and then we get to end on, you're right, Jeff, the reason you guys had me around, which is Brandon's Gambling Corner. I, I just want to say, guys, I'm 19 and 15 right now. Still making money, boys. So tag along if that. you want. I already bet the Chargers this week, uh, plus eight against the Saints. So Monday night, that's what I'll be watching. There you go. Um, and that will do it for another episode of the Cheap Beer Fantasy Football League podcast. Thank you all for listening. And remember, please don't fall off any ladders. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Music. <laughs> <laughs>